Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Annie, wait, wait, wait. We didn't do the mic check. We didn't do a mic check. We Ten, never guys. do a mic check. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Sometimes we need to start doing it. I think that should be a, a, a thing that we do all the time. So test one. No, 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 no. You can literally test the mic with anything other than test one, two. Okay, fine. Okay, just let's go. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Blue's here. Blue. Blue is Say hi, Blue. Our, he is our third co-host now. Yeah. Um, and he started it- doing this thing when someone's having a conversation around him. He only lets it go for so long before he needs to be heard. And so we may be in. He can't hear you, though. So, like. Oh, thank God. Thank God. But he may think I'm just, like, insane and talking to myself, judging by the look on his face right now. That is true. Um, <laughs> so who knows if he'll start to, like, chime in. But he's doing a lot of, like, oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. Or he'll say, like, yeah. He says a lot. He's like of a yes. crowd in a basketball game. That's what he. he that's uh, that's what you do. <laughs> Whoa. Which makes sense. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yeah, he's been watching yes. a lot of basketball. I know. He has been. We've been very tuned into March Madness. Um. Well, I do want to get into that. I'm. I, is is that one? Is that is that maybe one of your peaks and valleys? Or it can be. I haven't. I haven't <laughs> thought of them yet. <laughs> um, so. Okay. So what are your what are your peaks in your valley? Peaks in um, is so it plural I'll, or sim- singular? Like it's peak, peak and valley. Yeah, I don't. Who knows? I think we've always said peaks and valleys. Um, my valley of the week is that UNC lost yes. in the finals, and we're obviously a Tar Heel family. Yes, for those people that don't know, T is from Chapel Hill. Um. And it was upsetting. Yeah. He looked at me this morning when I woke up and he said, it just sucks to wake up a loser. <laughs> and I was like, it does. It really does. The other thing Gosh, is that you should I have said, welcome to Bryce's world. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I had just woken up. So I wasn't firing on all, on all cylinders a- yet. I, um, I also just like find KU fans to be very obnoxious in general. They are. They're kind of like Kansas City Chiefs fans in the sense. And my uncle's a huge my my uncle's a huge Chiefs fan, and he I. Which one, Big so I, Mike? Yeah, Big little Mike. Mike. So or Little Mike. Well, Little Mike. Yeah, okay. Little Mike, who is enormous. Big Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Just so everyone knows, Danny huge... has two uncles named Mike. <laughs> I have three uncles named Mike, but oh, two I'm on sorry. my dad's side. Yes. Yeah. And Big Mike is little and little Mike is big. But anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. he's a big Chiefs fan. And I don't feel this way about him necessarily, but like in general, what I have found about KU fans and Chiefs fans is like when things are going well, it is they are like God's gift to planet Earth. <laughs> like I mean, it is just like nothing is better than them. 
when things are going poorly, it's never their fault. And they bitch about everything. And it's just like the most annoying thing. People could say that. Okay. But people could say about Nebraska fans. We just have been so bad for so long that we haven't gone to the other side. We've never been the best anymore. But I feel like when Nebraska fans are down, like right now they're like, they're down. So it's very much like, fuck the coaching staff. Fuck like all the things that are ultimately the reason we're bad. Yeah. Right. That's not what KU fans and Chiefs fans do. It's like they do the opposite. It's like, oh my God, the officials hate us. And this rule was made specifically so that we can't excel. And it's just like, Go sit in a corner and shut up. Yes. I'm mad at KU too because I typically will pick them to win or at least get to the final two. But in the last four or five years, I've when I've done that, they have not they they shit the bed. They go out in this before the sweet 16. And now, of course, the one year that I was like, I know this is gonna happen, KU, and then they go all the way and win the championship. But I am sorry, I thought of you guys last night. I thought of T and I was gonna ask you, do you feel very quickly, do you feel like now having Blue, who is an extension of both of you, do you feel even more ingrained to being a Tarios fan before, or do you is it the same? Like me specifically? Yeah. Well, I've always been a Tar Heels fan, too, long right, before I right, even right. moved to Chapel Hill. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a basketball player growing up. So, like, yeah. Michael Jordan and went they're, to USC. They're a dynasty. Like, that's, they're a dynasty. Right, ex- exactly. And so I've always been a fan. Um, I'm, pro- I'm more of a fan now, having lived there. Yeah. And, yeah, UNC and the Tar Heels did play a role. It wasn't the primary reason we named him Blue, but it – certainly holds a lot of meaning to tea. Interesting. So, um, yeah. Well, it just I seems think- like it's something that, you know, that it, it, with anything too, like, I mean, I know you'll hate this, but my, you know, my brother-in-law is a huge Bengals fan and my sister was never a Bengals fan before this, but right. you know, now he's like passing on, you know, things to his kids. And so they, it's kind of like, well, you've got to have like a team now. I mean, not that you didn't have it before, but it's just interesting that now, you know, blue is being dressed up in blue and you oh, know, yeah. you Star Heels gear. And so it's it, it's got to feel a little. There's got to be a little bit. It feels like to me, well, it would UNC, feel like there'd be more weight behind it. UNC is where Blue will play his one year that's required. Okay, before, before going, going to, the to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So like he'll Perfect. go there and play for a season and then go to the NBA. And it's kind Unless of just like and, and that's yeah. I mean, and also that's just kind of like you know. Splish splat, like you've got to do that. He's got exactly. you know, He's got to go it's, somewhere. I mean, you know, might as well be. Chapel Hill. Yeah, exactly. I will say, though, on that note of UNC basketball, um, any basketball fan has to give props to Coach K. He coached his last game. He really is like the definition of a legend. And T can't stand Duke basketball, but he even said he was like, I have more respect for that guy. And so we just have to give our props and our thank yous to anyone that I think any college basketball fan can trust it. And also, did He's you see – this is a nerdy Bryce thing, but did you see last night they honored Robert Fishman, who is the director, long, long-time director of March Madness, who who directed his very last game last night. And no, they did a I little. Did they did a little that. tiny little inlet video of him – insert whatever you want to call it – of a video of him like over the years and with all these different – 
players and coaches and everything else. And, you know, it was, that was really cool. I mean, I think he's been doing it for like 50 years and then you saw him and they showed him and he was weeping. Like he was crying when they showed the video because they probably didn't tell him what it was. So they called him fish. I was like, that's so cool. I had no idea. That is really cool. I didn't see that. I was like, as soon as the game was over, I was like rushing to get blue in the bath because he like activated gremlin mode. (laughs) Getting back. My peak of the week is that um it was emily's and my dad's birthday this week and yes um this will just be quick hits and my parents are coming to visit this weekend so yeah yes that's so uh, sorry that was probably very loud sorry blue uh i only sorry i I know sorry annie sorry (laughs) it's okay Um, i'll I'll, we'll discuss that after well i'm glad that you got i'm glad that you brought a basketball oh hi blue better um, I'm glad you brought up basketball. I will say that my my peak is pretty quick too. I got to spend the last week with my family. It was very nice. I actually got to spend a ton of time with my, oh my gosh, with my sister and my brother-in-law and their kids, um, my two nephews and niece. And it was just like so much fun. I mean, it, I really, oh, that's so nice. I really, I mean, they really, there's so much fun. I was going to tell you that like with Blue, cause I, you know, you've been posting videos of Blue, like especially the one when you were on the Peloton he's like kicking his legs and my niece Nelsa is a, is is quite a bit older than blue but i they do the same thing like they point like she i've never i didn't see my other nephews do this but they like point their toe i don't know why i'm showing you they point their toes <laughs> they like point their toes like straight out and just like their yeah. legs are like locked and it's just the funniest thing to me like Nelsa i don't understand like she's trying to like hold her hold like on a bar or like do, do like, yeah bar it's almost like, like that. Like a gymnastic set. Sorry. Oh, um, that's right. No, he just farted and it smelled so bad. I thought it must have been a poop. <laughs> Way to go, Blue. Oh, God, you sicko. Um, <laughs> he's like trying to slide down the chair. Um, yeah, it's when they start like kicking all their limbs. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. And so she's been doing that. And they're they're just so much fun. Like they both the both the boys um porter and louis are like a really fun age where you can actually like do stuff with them and yeah they just don't stop which is also you know also a problem but i got to spend a lot of time with my sister too which i i barely ellie had an event um over christmas and i was only home for a week which i mean i know it sounds like a long time but i really i really didn't get to see her all that often i mean i saw her at um i saw her at the um what am I trying to say? Christmas party, probably. Yes, thank you very much. Um, hang on, Annie. I have to like hang on one second. I I think that this is streaming live because I didn't this, even know that was possible. I think if you if you are if you're a subscriber of ours, you can go and get like you can go and um God, what am I trying to say? You can go and like you'll get a, a notification that says like, hey, the nobodies are going live or whatever. Such somebody status. Okay, honestly, the fact that we've been using StreamYard for like a year and a half, and this is the first time someone's popped on, shocking, is right? Hysterical. Going okay. So, going back, um, my so I I really didn't see my sister Ellie that much because she had an event over Christmas, and um, you know I saw her at our at the Christmas party, and I saw her on Christmas, but you know that just that's not the best time to like catch up with somebody, you know, right. So we got to do a lot of different things and they had me over for dinner one night and I saw the kids a lot and that was, that was awesome. And then, um, I, I, we also took a workout class together, 
which leads me to my valley, um, which was I went to Orange Theory and um, they do. I mean, Annie, this is actually I can't believe I'm saying this is a valley because this is actually so, oh, this is actually something that I would do. But you have to get you. Have you been to Orange Theory, right? Yeah. Okay, do you, did you have to like answer like very invasive like probing questions about yourself when you went like a well, pre-interview? What do you mean by invasive? Okay, well, first of all, they asked me my gender, sexuality, like that's fine, relationship status, which like what are I mean, obviously, what is the point of that? You know, are they? Okay, are they that like, would this is only that-, that would only trigger you. Well, okay. No, it didn't even trigger me. I'm just wondering, like, are they be, are they like, oh, this is like, is this like a sexy single mingle type situation where they're like, oh, you know, if you're single, you only have single events or something. Like, no, I think I just didn't understand the point of it. I think it's probably like, if you join this gym, can we get your significant other here too? Oh, <laughs> that's my guess at least. Okay. Well then. Well then, uh, so a couple other questions were: What were you doing when you were at your healthiest? First of all, what makes you think that I'm not at my healthiest right now? Facts. That's so okay. I can so see. Tragic. I can see where this is like a weird thing. Okay, then wait. What are you most grateful for? <laughs> like, what is so? Like, what should I say? Like, what if I was like? My doll collection. Like, what are you, I mean, I don't, I, like, what is the well, point so, of that Yeah, question? like, what's the point? What's the point? But my favorite question that they asked me was, who's in your corner? No. <laughs> no. Who's in your corner? I'm going to start asking that on dates. I'm going to say, hey, who's in your corner? No, because... <laughs> Honestly, if I was on a date and a person said that to me, I'd be like, they just want to know when they fuck me over, who's going to whoop their ass. <laughs> That's that so is true. insanity. I honestly, like, it was so funny. I was like, who was in my corner? Like, I should, I, I was, I was going to be like my podcast community. <laughs> my small potatoes. Yeah. Honestly, I just wanted to, I started, I started, I was rolling my eyes when I was on the phone with them. Like I kept rolling and it wasn't even intentional. It was just, I kept This was live. It wasn't like you just filled it out. No, this was on the phone. They called me and they kept, they, they kept incessantly calling me being like, Hey, do you have, do you have about 15, 10 to 15 minutes to talk before you do your class tomorrow? I'm like, this is just an introductory class. Like this is nothing. This is not like I'm going into the Marine Corps. I mean, no one needs to talk to me for 10 to 15 minutes ever, ever, like ever, especially one, not, one, especially ever. not a gym class that I'm, especially not a gym class I'm taking on vacation. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Also, just as a side, it's not really a valley. I, I, I meant to say this during my peak, but you know, it's good and bad because as much as I am so sad to be out of my parents' house, I am happy because my mom is basically keeping the lights on at Nestle Toll House. I don't know how off, I mean, every single time I would walk into the kitchen, she was making another batch of cookies. Like, I'm like, oh, what okay, are you doing? Making Janie, cookies. can I please come hang out at your house? <laughs> you can. You and I can switch places because you, you, Lori and Dave have a Peloton. I would like, you know, and you know. They do. They have a Peloton and the mom cookies. makes a lot of homemade granola. 
Oh my God. See, this is great. My mom is like, my mom, like, then she started being like coy about it. I'd be like, what, what are you doing? She's like making cookies. <laughs> like, why are you, why so many cookies? Why do you need that many? What is the point that of that? That makes me so happy though. It was like a distribution center in her kitchen. I didn't understand. But like, honestly, is there anything better than going home and smelling fresh baked cookies in your parents' house? No, it's not. And exactly. The problem, the problem is I addressed last week is the raw cookie dough of it all, because that's what is my, I can avoid the cookies. I can, it's hard, but I can. The cookie dough is impossible to avoid. That's oh, what I cannot. I mean, and it's like salmonella, listen, Bryce. Why is that I'll, not a thing that you're thinking about? I'll eat it by the tub full. It's it's too good. Okay. So anyway, all right. Let's move on to Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone, and we talk about all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Yes. Set. Go. Okay. So... I have not had a Peloton for three weeks now, and it's really good. I mean, the bike specifically, but I will say yeah. I'm I've been I've been doing more treadmill workouts, and I'm actually surprised that I really want to try the tread the Peloton treadmill. The I've tried it. Tread-a-thon. It's really great. Pellet tread? No, wait. Okay, you like it? Yeah, I mean, I don't like to run, so I've done like walking exercise or walking workouts and stuff, and hiking, and I think I probably did like a jog. Um, it's really nice. It's very smooth. It's very easy to operate. Do you think I that it's see me- the hype? You see the hype. Okay. See, that's what I was wondering because I always thought I was like, oh, I couldn't even possibly go from the bike to the tread. But now I'm like, hi, hey, maybe this wouldn't be that bad if yeah, you do I it. I totally if- get the hype. Are they the same instructors or totally different ones? Uh, some of them are the same. Like Jess King teaches both. Uh, oh, okay. Some of them, some of them bo- teach on both, but. Some of them, like Adrian, teaches tread but not bike. This has been Peloton in 60 Seconds. All right. Uh, Moving on. The 64th Annual Grammy Awards aired last weekend from Las Vegas, taking place in the shadow of the wildly controversial Oscar ceremony from just a week prior. Uh, Apparently, also, before we get into this, Las Vegas was an awful place to be. I don't know if we were texting about this, but I uh, it was it was you did text me. Well, it was a it was just a logistical nightmare, and you know I could feel for the production people because they were it was just like all the assistants. It was like I was oh. hearing that like the assistants, the makeup artists, the wardrobe people, all these because it was so congested around the circle. Like you know, you can only you know there's only like two places you can turn on Las Vegas Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, Actually, I no, since they closed down it. for me that one time. The only thing. That was great in Vegas this weekend is the fact that Courtney and Travis got married. What? Courtney and Travis got married in Vegas. They got married in Vegas. Yes. Right. Right before the Hulu, the Hulu launch of the show. I oh, have no have, idea. Have you not been on the internet today? No, I have not. I, oh, I well, had no shows. idea. When did it happen? Um. Breaking news. Yeah. On the no, news. On the news. This, oh God, um, this, sorry, I'm like being a mom and a podcaster is hard sometimes. Um, <laughs> he's like just puking. Uh, oh, lovely. no. So I can tell you haven't been on the internet news broke this morning and Chris Jenner has to be quaking because cameras were not there to film. Oh, she's pissed. Yeah. She's 
pissed. Yeah. She's so mad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I can understand that it, we can talk about that more in a little bit, but I can understand that the Grammys would be a logistical nightmare in general. Where do they normally have them? Here? They have them in LA. Yeah. Typically, I mean, that's a logistical like nightmare center, too. Or the crypto, crypto center too. Yes. But it, it it's because it's more, a little bit more, like if you take it, if you go around the circle, like it, yeah. it's, it's still bad, but it's not, I mean, they have an underground parking garage. So does MGM, but just getting there, if like somebody needs something in quickly or whatever it's just a hell of a time apparently all right also according to time magazine it's been a tough few years for the recording academy which has dealt with internal strife accusations of backdoor dealing and the defection of some of music's biggest stars drake and the weekend have publicly renounced the grammy's legitimacy while kanye was banned from the ceremony due to concerning online behavior um this it, it also didn't I mean it didn't beat the Oscars in ratings? I don't know if it typically does, but that surprised me a little bit. Um, really, but I, I don't know. I just thought that music is just it, to me. I feel like the Oscars is sometimes such a slog because it's just like people getting awards and there's really nothing, you know, there's really nothing that entertaining about it. Where you're having a performance every other award, you know, why would that? That I feel like to me that would be more entertaining from a visual and like, you know, view which I agree with. I do think like Drake publicly speaking out that it just, the credibility of the Grammys has been challenged for a long time. So I think that doesn't do them any favors. I also think nothing this year was going to top the slap. No, 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 no. You but that I mean? wasn't and what, so that wasn't what got the ratings for the Oscars either. I mean, the Oscars were still extremely low. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, that was just after, but you're right. I mean, and I think it could have factored in, but you'd almost think that having an award show the weekend after might, might actually enhance yeah. the viewership of it. I think it's probably just, you know, but it also just says what I was talking about last week. It's not the politics. It's not like not having politics or having politics in the show. They're, they're not interchangeable. People just are not watching these award shows. Probably yeah. because- be probably because of the attention span, to be honest. Like it's probably yeah. just as simple as that. Like what we talked I still about last stand, week. Yeah. I still stand by if you can just like roll out the awards quickly and make the rest of it about red carpet and for the Grammys like performances, I think that that would capture people. I agree. All right. So let's get into so again, once again, we asked our Insta fam. Is that better than small potatoes? That. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. We got to think of another thing. But we asked we asked the small potatoes, the Instafam, uh, what we wanted to talk about on the Grammys. Obviously, it wasn't as exciting of a show at the Oscars. Oh, my God, Bryce. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, you're so sorry to the listeners. You guys, but, this it's getting progressively harder to record with Blue. I mean, it's so great. You know, you it's probably like what you said like a couple weeks ago about your hair. Like you were going to get your hair cut. You need to leave it long because it's blue so everything to play with. Maybe he just maybe wants cords too. That's got to be I the mean, thing as well. He literally just reached up and grabbed the cord and yanked. <laughs> I, uh, I love it so much. I'm um, so sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. I don't even know what I was saying anymore. You, I don't. Oh, you asked the Instagram fam about. Oh, yes, we asked the Instagram fam. Um, 
what you guys wanted us to talk about. We got some stuff. Uh, we got some feedback. Once again, Annie, everybody at the end of this, at the, you know, I put up the, the polls of what people want to talk about. At the very end, I said, keep thinking or enough already. Overwhelming majority, 95%. I think only one person, it was probably my mom that said, keep going. Okay. Everybody else said, enough already. So yeah. they, they get it. They, they get we'll it. Keep it short. We'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah. So, all right. So let's start up, start up with the winners, <clears throat> excuse me, with the winners and upsets. It seems like Silk Sonic and Olivia Rodrigo took the night with the former getting a quote, clean sweep because they received best R&B performance, best R&B song, song of the year and record of the year. Um, while Olivia <laughs> took home best new artist, best pop vocal album for Sour and pop solo performance for Driver's License. Annie, what do you think of that song? <clears throat> Driver's License. I don't know if I've heard it all the way through. <laughs> I asked because I asked Ellie. I go, or Ellie, Ellie was watching, <clears throat> we were watching it together, and Ellie goes, I don't like that song. I've never liked that song. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. why people like it. I just thought, and I just thought, I wonder what Annie thinks because that seems like a hot take. That seems like her response, too. That um, is one of those songs that when it comes on, I hear like the first. 45 seconds of it. I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> okay. So um, there was no bigger surprise than when John Baptiste took home five awards, including the coveted album of the year for we are Annie. What was your reaction to this? I texted you after his performance and I was like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> you were Here's like, I am in shock. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, what just happened? Um, here's the thing I will say. I've I've seen some articles about him like since the Grammys. And he genuinely seems like someone I want to support. Yeah. I agree. Like he um I saw I'm sure this this story went viral, but um like he and his wife got married. She got diagnosed with leukemia for the second time. So they were like, let's just go get married. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, I think very he's Courtney like, and Travis of them. A little different. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was rude. Um, you had a very nice point, and I ruined it. Sorry. That's okay. Well, Keep what going. else is new? Yeah, right. Um, but no, <laughs> I think that he his performance was incredible. So I think that he's very talented, and I need to like check out his album. I think you actually said I'm going to listen to his album, and I said I might. Or I might just keep on living my life. <laughs> yes, yes. So and I'm still kind of in that yeah, column. You might still just be well. You're just in the midst of living. And if he, if that, if that comes yeah. to a head, and if you guys, if you guys can come to blows or meet, then yes, so be it. But if, if our not, life paths interact or intersect, yes, then that's it. Fantastic. Intersect. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, no. Yes. A fact that's fun, John Baptiste was the band leader for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I did not know that. Oh, that's He was cool. the original band leader for them, and then he decided that he was going to leave and become a frontman, pop frontman. And I have, I did preview his album. It's, 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 I think it's very good. It's, it's very old school retro, um, it has a very okay. retro vibe to it, which I enjoy. That was kind um, of his vibe in general. Yeah, definitely. So 
I thought he was, I, I mean, but just this, the stacking of people in that, I mean, every time a person would, when they were doing album of the year, every time a nominee was going by, I, I literally was like, Oh, they're going to win. Oh, they're going to win. Oh, they're going to yeah. win. No, they're going to win. I mean, it was like Kanye, Olivia Rodrigo, which had done silk Sonic, which no, actually, no, maybe they weren't. No, I think maybe they were in that category. I think they um, were. There was, there were just so many, there were just so many big, big hitter. Taylor Swift, who I know you love, was in there. Like, you know, I mean, even, even that so. That was the one where I was like, she's not going to win. <laughs> what was her, what album was nominated? Uh, Evermore, the sec, second, yeah, the second one that she released, like the one that she released last year, which I think was, well, I don't know what, which one's superior. Gosh, they're all so good. Okay, just relax. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Our loyal listeners know that emilyroggenberg.com is the place to go for hometown, custom, and one-of-a-kind apparel. What you may not know is that the heart and soul of Emily Roggenberg is centered in giving back. Recently, they ran a promotion for every sale made on their website. The purchaser would receive a free beanie and a beanie would be donated to a homeless shelter in Cleveland. That wasn't even the first or the last time that Emily Roggenberg had done something like this. Now, in honor of Women's History Month, Emily Roggenberg is partnering with the Cleveland Cavaliers on a two-piece collection celebrating women. Sales will benefit Laura's Home Women's Crisis Center, a home that serves as a bridge from crisis to stability and self-sufficiency for women and children in need. The collection is now live at www.cavs.com shop. And you can find all of our other favorite items at emilyroggenberg.com. That's emilyroggenberg, R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K.com, code nobody for 20% off. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. You want to talk about the video platform that everyone uses to communicate for their occupations? No, Bryce, that's not what I said. I want to talk about Noom with an N. Oh, Noom. Why didn't you just say that? <sighs> I did. Anyway, Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Well, also, Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, which is something I need to learn, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. All right, moving on to the to the performances. Annie, who was your what was your favorite performance? Um 
<laughs> I have to be honest with you. For most of the performances, I got up and was like moving around. <laughs> You're like, that was your break. You could take a break. The, at that, point. that was like when I was changing Blue's diaper and like getting myself some M&Ms and going pee. And <laughs> I, okay, it was so like kind of a hectic situation. I I get you. I get you. So what I, I will say that I liked... Um, I liked the the performances that I mean I don't know if everybody thinks this way but I certainly liked the performances that were like where they dance I know that everyone's not everybody's a dancer or whatever but it just makes it like I thought BTS was really good I thought John Baptiste was good my dad I told you was like obsessed yeah. with John Baptiste he was like fangirling I he really liked really liked him which because it was very good um, I liked I did Silk see Sonic. his and it was really good. Silk Sonic was good, although they were a little bit stagnant, but they were playing instruments. Um, and Lil Nas X, I thought his medley was good just because there was like a lot going on. You know, I mean, I think those are the performances that I like. And I know once again that I know not everybody can be that way. Other performances that I thought were good, but just didn't like encapsulate everything was I thought Olivia Rodrigo's with I thought that was a really good performance. And I also thought uh, Chris Stapleton did a really good job. Brandy Carlisle, all these, I mean, they, I, you, I feel like you're making up people that <laughs> perform no. like all of these people performed. Yes. I'm telling you the majority of the Grammys are performances. Like that's all they do on this show. Hey blue. <laughs> We're almost done. You got to chill. Um, <laughs> blue. Can, you, can you hear him just hollering yeah, in the background? Yeah, just howling. He's Love moved him. himself in like a complete circle. Blue, so he can look at you, or did you turn him away yeah. from you? I had so turned him away from me. you. Oh, yeah. wow, he just cannot get enough of you. When he's mobile, Bryce, I'm gonna be so screwed, <laughs> which is gonna be any minute now. So, I mean, the kid is he goes from perfect angel to gremlin, there's no in between. <laughs> I love gremlin mode. Well, I'm gonna next episode, we'll have to dig deeper into that. Okay, deal. I have I didn't see Silk Sonic's performance, but I have seen Bruno Mars in concert and it was outstanding. So I'm sure yes. that was fantastic. The performances are just kind of like unless it's someone that I'm really hype about, I Yeah. That's my errand time. Or they, or they really do, you know, like I I will say I think John Baptiste really did like ignite the audience and everything because of the way that they because of his performance like i think that that's yeah. it, unless it's really captivating i feel the same way as you do you know it's really hard to to be like just super psyched for somebody to perform well and like justin bieber that song that he performed peaches is so good and his performance yeah. was so boring yeah so boring so yeah. Well, this anyway, that performance, right in, well, that leads us so right into fashion because Justin Bieber looked terrible. He looked ridiculous. A lot His of the people, a lot, a lot looked stunning. Yes. A lot of people had a lot of a lot of people had a lot of opinions about fa the fashion of on this. In so. general, it was completely preposterous. I mean, truly, like some of it, I was like, who let you leave your hotel room? Oh, my God. Well, Dylan Francis was carrying a Walgreens shopping bag like he was about to go get a COVID test. I mean, there were so many things going on in that regard. Oh, my God. Were people wearing like full, like it looked like people were dressed as like the fruit of the loom fruits. 
Yeah, it was just bizarre. Megan the Stallion had every form of animal print on her body that she could possibly fit. I mean, I thought Doja Cat looked beautiful. Yeah, she looked great. Haley Bieber looked beautiful. Um Justin was a complete disaster. I mean, every was what was that? It was I mean, he could he, like his suit came well past like he was like in a it was looked like he was a child in a in a in his what about the shoulders? Shirt. Well, yeah, the shoulders was, came out like did he have football yeah. pads on underneath? How did that even stay it on him? Like Uncle Fester from the yes, Adam family. So stupid. Yeah, and then it was, was in a pink beanie when it was like a hundred degrees in Las or in like, Las Vegas. Like just like your wife is stunning. <laughs> Wear a wear a well-fitted like they could have won best dressed so easily yes well what about SZA okay first of all (laughs) I didn't see SZA on the carpet I saw her when she she couldn't walk it (laughs) okay exactly so I saw her for, for those people who are wondering what we're talking about SZA was on crutches when she accepted the award for best pop duo with Doja Cat. Here's my thing. She wasn't even using crutches properly. Two, she had on like seven inch stiletto heels. (laughs) Bryce, you and I, we know a thing or two about having weak ankles. We do. Very and if there is one thing that I can say more confidently than anything else I've ever said on this podcast is if you have an ankle injury requiring crutches, you have to wear more sensible shoes. (laughs) You were texting me this and I was just like howling with laughter. You were texting me this. You're like, this has got to be a joke. She cannot possibly be wearing those shoes. Did she bring those crutches as like a joke? I don't know. Because she wore those shoes and shuffled her feet up to the top. I think she has, I think she had crutches because I legitimately think she rolled both her ankles in those shoes specifically. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. That was so insane. And then just the, that was like the one sort of like, crazy moment in the show was when Doja Cat went to the bathroom to pee and her award was coming up. And I actually thought SZA was was mad. Like when she first came up, she's like, yeah. you went to piss? And then I was like, oh God, no. And then she, they were like, no, it was just, a, they're, they're just friends and it was a joke. But she's like, that was the fastest piss I've ever... Yeah, <laughs> I know a Doja thing or two Cat? about that too. So I feel, I like, I feel like she might be my soulmate maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She makes me nervous because she's one of those people. One, she's insanely talented, but she's one of those people where you never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Yeah. And so she just, as soon as there's a microphone in front of her and it's not a performance, but like she's just speaking, I like instantly get kind of like just nervous. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say what it was very sweet. I thought when she said, um and during her during her speech after she talked about running to the bathroom and stuff and she just said you know i i tend to downplay a lot of things but this is really cool yeah and you could tell that it was just like that moment that hit her 
that was like, because it was that her first Grammy? I don't know. I, I think it was. We can look it up. I yeah. have to say, I think it was her first. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I also have to say, I think that her is yes. this new generation's Lauren Hill. And Huge. she is like the dopest person. Like, I want to be friends with her so bad. She seems so cool. Like, uh, not only that, but she was so supportive of quite literally everyone who was on that stage. Yes. Like, when she was when she was clapping, like, I feel like she was clapping and singing along to Brothers Osborne. Yeah, like, she it was. was. It's just like, I, you would just never think that. And I think that that's so important. And Billie Eilish is kind of that way, too, which I think is really awesome. But Billie Eilish also, like, could give a literal shit while being there because she just won an Oscar. So she could yeah. not care one bit. Well, and she and won she how won many all Grammys? Of, like a hundred, I don't know, every yeah. Grammy. So Yeah, I um, mean, Billie Eilish though, I think she's such a good fan of music because that's how she started. Yeah. Like before she was ever recognizable as an artist, like, I mean, didn't she go viral as a meme about that? About like crying about Justin Bieber. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, she is so like such she's a fan. A f- yeah, she's such a fan of music. So is that? It seems like Olivia Rodrigo is the same way. I mean, in that sort of like realm, but well, that's sort of yet to be seen. I think she, yeah. Billie Eilish, um, and she, you know, she wore a T-shirt that was a, a tribute to Taylor Hawkins, who was the drummer of the Foo Fighters, which was cool. Yeah. Um, it, out of curiosity, and you can cut this if you need to, what was oh. his cause of death? Oh, I think it was OD. Cause it says there's 10, su- it says Foo Fighters 10 substances in the system and he died, authorities say. Oof. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, he had to be over 50, so. I think he is 50. So yeah, maybe that's right. Um, okay, last last thing um, with the broadcast itself, you're gonna love this. I'm gonna nerd out, but so one thing that I noticed, I was like, it's really hard to do a show live. So I I don't mean to be nitpicky because it is very very hard. It's just funny that there are some things like when Trevor Noah, the first one of the first times Trevor Noah was in the audience, Jason Derulo walked out with a without with a like a person who was ex- like an escorter an escort to put put him in his seat. <laughs> Trevor Noah was talking and the escorts saw that it was happening and like kind of slowly pulled him away. And Jason Drew's face was so pissed. You could see his face <laughs> like, just like he could have just, just walked across the screen, but the I mean you probably they were like probably just like get him out of the shot. But and then they were like moving the camera around, like they were going around the tables, and there was people that were standing there that you had know had never even have never it was like they had never been to a television event before because they were like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm like I'm making a face and no one can see it, but basically they had like this like deer in the headlights, like smiling as bright as they could, like they're in a dental, like they're they're about to be on a dentist's office poster. Or something. Just so unnatural, oh, but- yeah, so unnatural. That's it. And then I really liked the touch. I don't know if you saw this part, but they brought out like the tour managers and like I love that squad members. I thought that was really smart. It just showed yeah. a different side of Hollywood because everybody complains and talks about like how celebrities are so out of touch and stuff. So to have the people that had come in to have like their handlers in there yeah. was actually very cool. Last thing I'll say, another nice touch is that the lesser known um, categories of music that they didn't highlight, which I thought was very smart. You know, they did like gospel and bluegrass and Latin. They put all those people on the roof. Like, and they did like to go to commercial break, they had yes. people singing on the roof, which I thought was a very nice touch as well, because, you know, 
but that's another way to like highlight something that is different that you don't have to like yeah. do a whole thing to whole rollout for that on yeah. the on the actual broadcast. So I thought those I thought those were nice little touches. Blue. So is are you we gonna see you at the Grammys? Twenty fifty to no wait no that's yeah maybe twenty could be earlier than that twenty fifty. Well, after he, after he's that. after he's a pro baller, maybe then he'll release an album. Maybe, maybe he'll do an album in high school. Oh, okay. So then that's way earlier than what yeah. we're thinking. Twenty forty ish. Even earlier than that, probably. <laughs> I mean, fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen years. All right. Well, gosh, it was so nice seeing you. Fifteen years. Twenty forty is eighteen years away. <clears throat> No, I know. So 15. So we get what? 2037. Do I? Oh my God. Did I just do math? Oh my God. You did pretty well. actually. Wow. That's impressive. Impressive. Yes. That was like Annie status. And he'd be like, that's 434,500. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Let me tell you how many days it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, see you later. All right. Sounds good. See you later. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and Believe Podcast Network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast at Nobody's Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at Nobody's The Pod on Twitter. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.